Here's an idea. What if every movie took place in the same universe? Mm-hmm. I'm Eric Scott. What up? It's your boy, Rich Mike. Yo, it's Armand. Was it the best movie I've ever seen? Yeah, probably. Thank you, baby. And this is Across the Movieverse. Yeah. Yo, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> hey, boys. How's it cooking? Can you hear me? How's it cooking? All right. I'm uh my my audio may be a little weird because I'm just on my computer audio. So I just got a new laptop. Nice. Rich Eric. Oh yeah. Kids back. Making that money. Woo! Sorry, I'm we're been going late. I'm uh Dude, I don't. I don't know how Sam always sits down like this and does this. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. I'm out of. I'm out of my element here. When he's like this, watching. Yeah. <laughs> I need to be in a chair, in jeans, tennis shoes, uncomfortable. Keep me on my toes. Yeah. Man, what's been going on? How how are things? Uh, pretty good. Uh. I- you guys don't think my place is haunted, right? Dude, is that a dress back there? Yeah. Where? Is this happening again? Wait, the I don't last see any. I don't see any. <laughs> oh, no. There's Wait, a... this way? Yeah. Dude, that thing's There's got a Did you Found hang... a huge hog. It's right <laughs> behind you. <laughs> Did you hang up that... that uh? Little House on the Prairie dress on purpose back there? Well, I just washed it, so mm-hmm. there's only one place to hang it. Well, Armand, uh, Mike and I were shocked that you didn't say anything about the it last week. Did you notice it last week? I did notice it last week, yeah. and I was super baked, and I was just like, <laughs> I don't <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I don't know if if he knows that's there or if if I should say something, but it looks like there's a dude just hanging in the back of his. Arma knows the first rule of ghosts is you don't point them out. No, mm-hmm. exactly. You, they only speak through Whoopi Goldberg, and that's that's how they uh mm-hmm. you know. The, the re- did, the- did Whoopi Goldberg kiss Jimmy Moore in that movie, or did I make it up? I hope so. I forgot that movie. As Patrick, as Patrick Swayze, as as Whoopi Goldberg kissing Demi Moore. Yeah, Jimmy, Demi Moore. I I saw a video uh, of uh, it was like Whoopi Goldberg on the Graham Norton show or one of those uh, British like talk shows where they all sit on the same couch and it was Whoopi and um, uh, Bebop. Who's who's the K-pop? Uh, k-pop guys who's the fa- who's, who's the famous k-pop singing group so they one Asian direction group? yeah they, it's i think it's korean the orientals yeah bts oh that, bts that's, that's the name of their band the orientals that'd be good take it back make it make it your own i saw a video of Whoopi on the talk show with bts and she gave one of the members like a giant like button down shirt that she was like wearing as like a long long shirt slash dress with pants on it's whoopee and then following that was a was uh images of this bts member wearing this giant whoopee shirt to like different events <laughs> like sometimes as a jacket sometimes as a dress sometimes as a uh undershirt 
and I like teared up. I couldn't believe that the like maybe it was fake even, but this this gentleman, this K-pop BTS king honoring the late great Whoopi Goldberg in such a way mm-hmm. it was very touching. Dude, Whoopi Goldberg is the is the queen of the long button down. She's been wearing it forever since since Sister Act. Oh, speaking of Whoopi Goldberg, the reason I bought this dress was I went to uh, like a lake house trip where one of the, we did a themed weekend and someone picked superheroes. So I bought a Golden Girls dress and went as Rosa Parks, did not do blackface, but went as Rosa Parks. That's good. So that if someone said, dude, why don't you wear like Batman or Superman? I would come at them with a knife and say, you're telling me Rosa Parks isn't a superhero? Mm -hmm. And then they they say, well, yeah, well, and you kill them when you when they say no. <laughs> yeah, is it more or less dis- because you're coming at that in the most respectful way by saying she's a superhero? It's not just a Halloween party. So is it? I think doing blackface would have been more honorable. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't risk. You would have been truly representing her. <laughs> yeah, I had, to, I had to risk my costumeal in in uh integrity by not doing blackface it's smart <laughs> it's smart couldn't risk it couldn't risk the what the it what the massive what the whole message was all about <laughs> man yeah there's a Whoa. If, po- <laughs> if politicians get caught like th- remember that like six months ago when it's like every politician they just would like open a yearbook and they'd be like is that <laughs> Are you doing blackface? <laughs> Open a yearbook. Who was doing blackface for their school pictures? Which politician? It was, like, it was like a college yearbook. Majority of them. Yeah. Back in the day. And what's his face um, from? Uh, that was their hazing. From uh, what's his name from? Canada. Trudeau. Trudeau. He, but he did a brown face as a like a Indian guy, I guess, or a. Aborigines, yeah. The Browns are the blacks of America, or Browns are the blacks of Canada. Mm, yes. And then what are the blacks in Canada? <laughs> they're the uh, Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> they're the French. Ooh, ugh, not for me. <laughs> Dude, I went to the uh, went to the doctor the other day, just a general general checkup. Oh, nice, buddy. And uh, well, I, I was trying to get other stuff figured out but the my the doctor not a good doctor i don't think but then i went back to, i got blood work and you know peed in a cup and they said why'd you do that and i was like oh, <laughs> oh i had this guy to go real bad and uh they, they i went back to get the results and the guy was going through everything and he goes everything's normal and i was like what <laughs> you're <a> bad- <laughs> I, was like, you're, I think you're bad at your job dude I'm like yesterday, all I ate was cigarettes. I'm like, <laughs> I think you're gonna you're just, run run this again, pal. <laughs> you're just the ultimate being. Yeah, I'm like, he's like, yeah, liver looks good. I was like, my liver fell out on Sixth Avenue the other day. Yeah. I was kicking it down the sidewalk. Looks good. That's my problem with medicine, man. They they just suck you in like dentists. They give you a fucking. They're like, oh no, you're switching dentist. Your first trip. They say like. Oh no, cavities. This thing could use some work. This thing could use some work. Blah blah blah. So you're like, oh, my old dentist was a fucking quack. You go to this new dentist, and then the second appointment, she's like, let's get the male doctor in here. And then when mm-hmm. he comes in, 
yeah. he says, well, you got some cavities. And I'm like, what? You, you told me last time it was, it's like a mechanic, dude. It's, yeah. You told me last time, no cavities. He's like, well, you got some now. We got to do some operations, some surgeries. It's going to cost you $15,000. Upon second review, you've actually yeah. got more teeth than we thought originally. <laughs> We're going to have to pull those out. Did I tell you that? Bunch of bullshit. I bring it up constantly. I've told strangers this, uh, that our friend Pimo had seven wisdom teeth. <laughs> Where did that and come he, from? And he was so yeah. unwise. Well, that's uh, Freddie Mercury had some extra teeth in his head, much like Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton. No, no. <laughs> Bill Paxton. Paxton had the correct amount of teeth, but they were just four times normal size. Uh, okay. And they but. grew every day he lived. <laughs> oh, like a rat's teeth. They just keep growing. They had to, they had to bury him. At, may he rest in peace. No, no uh, hate towards the dead. They Is had to dead? bury him, though. Yeah, Paxton's dead. They had to bury him three times as much uh, beneath ground because they kept they were worried that his teeth were going to pop out and freak mm-hmm. everyone out. What is it? What is the animal that has to keep chewing or that has to be good to file its teeth down? The, pa- the Paxton. The Paxtons. <laughs> that might be dogs or beavers. Maybe Beaver beavers. Paxton. <laughs> that was his grandpa, Grandpa yeah. Beave. Uh, <laughs> no, the uh, what was I saying about the animals? And no, I don't remember. Um, I'm in uh, I'm in South Carolina right now. What you doing there? My parents come here every year, so I'm visiting them. And then I'm, I, I forgot to tell our group chat, Armand, that I told Mike that I'm coming to Chicago. <laughs> I, <forgot. laughs> I had it all planned out, and then I told him. So, <laughs> but uh but then i'm coming to chicago in a few days so it'll be good to good to hang yeah pumped um i so sometimes i write down notes in my phone to talk about with you guys like they might not work on stage and i was thinking uh you know remember those old commercials that are like have you or someone you know and been diagnosed with whatever it's like have you or someone you- <laughs> Have you or someone you know and been diagnosed with mesohornioma? <laughs> <laughs> Call Dick Cheese and Associates <laughs> and see if you're entitled to a settlement. You should do that and put my number on there. <laughs> like, uh, this is Dr. Dick Cheese. <laughs> yeah, mesohornioma. Oh, dude, the other night, did I tell you about this movie called, I went and saw called The Hand? Like Idol no, sounds Sounds terrifying. Yeah, so it's called The Hand, and it's a. Um, it was originally a short film as part of like they used to make like a whole movie, but it'd be like three short films by three different directors, and it was by that Chinese guy I like Wong Kar Wai, and uh, the movie. He's gotta. <laughs> Wong Kar Wai, <laughs> because I gotta. <laughs> uh, and so the the film is it's like a prostitute lady of the night and a uh, a tailor like for clothes or like dressmaker and at the beginning he's an apprentice and he shows up and uh she cranks him off <laughs> at the very beginning. <laughs> like no no conversation just the, just she just gets right at they kind of they kind of talk but he's like she's like questioning him she's all in like a position of power like have you ever have you ever touched a woman and he's like no 
And he goes, well, how do you expect to like make a dress, a, the perfect dress if you've never felt or been felt by a woman? He's like, well, you got a point there. And then <laughs> she starts slapping, she starts slapping ham and just cranks him off. And then he falls in love with her as he would. Yeah, of course. And then her life kind of goes, <laughs> I'm just looking at what I typed in my, uh, <laughs> in my phone and like, her life kind of goes to shit and his kind of pops off. <laughs> like literally he pops yeah. off and he starts to like care for her. And uh, like she gets like a disease and he cares for her and loves her all because of this honk that she got him with. And then she's sick with like typhus or something. And, and it's like clearly the end. And he's sitting and she's like, don't come near. I'm contagious. He's like, I don't care. I love you. And she, pulls his pud one more time oh i thought you hell yeah i thought he was gonna pull her pud for the first time it's like it's it was like weirdly beautiful she's like on her deathbed and she's yanking him off and uh it's like weirdly beautiful because it's like the only thing she can like really do well and she knows that and uh she's like getting back to her to his root you know (laughs) and and he's like crying and getting tugged at the same time. This movie rocks. <laughs> also, that's not how you teach a man about a woman's body by touching his shaft. But that's that's like the kind of love I, I want. You know, I wish I didn't lose my virginity so that way I can meet a woman and then she could just crank me off. And then Dude, it was really do so much for her. I've never like, and you did lose your virginity, Armand, to an old uh, geisha right or is that someone else i'm thinking of named armand uh who knows just yeah. a gay guy not a gay shot okay, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, well i've lost two virginities you know the a geisha and then the woman virginity you know i lost my woman virginity <laughs> man but yeah so i would check out the hand it was good Whoa, I forgot the title. Oh my goodness. You think at one point it was it was the hand job and then they're I like, yeah, so. maybe we shouldn't. That's, <laughs> we a, should. that's what the Italian with American job, audience. The Italian job was originally it's when you it's when you put your uh your your <laughs> And you put your balls in the crack of an ass to make like a meatball sauce. <laughs> the Italian job. Does that have anything to do with the movie? Is that how he, is that how he gets he first gets is that how Edward Norton it's no wonder he fell in love with <laughs> Imagine someone asking for that and you're like, do you like this? And she's like, yeah, baby. <laughs> you don't? Come on. <laughs> Put your balls in the crack of my ass. <laughs> That's actually you can pull that off. <laughs> get, get pulled off. <laughs> God. All right. Well, now now that we discussed a movie I fully understand, <laughs> let's talk about a film that I did not understand. <laughs> One bit <laughs> i've never seen a movie with the movie doom 
I've never seen a movie with inner monologues like for every single character, which I really appreciate in a movie because mm-hmm. it's just like exposition, which I'm a huge fan of, and still make just absolute no goddamn sense. <laughs> they were able to explain all their actions, and yet they did not. Yeah. yeah. And like time seemed to go by like pretty quickly at, at certain times. And then there's also a narrator too that would like kind of speed things up. Yeah, but yeah, I was I was very lost. I was also I've been kind of all over the place this week. Been working a lot. I got a big editing project and been kind of fried. And I'd be, so I'd be watching this like late at night. And it's really David Lynch. Uh, there were parts of it where I'm watching it and I was like, wow, this is actually kind of incredible what he's doing. It's like he did like an art house movie on like a blockbuster budget. Yeah, but it just it didn't it didn't I didn't get it. But Armand, this is my said, problem. You yeah, artistic hip. queens over there that think like respect David Lynch and his work. All you do, all they need to do is just like make a confusing movie, and you guys are fucking licking your chops, mm-hmm. calling it artistic, calling it uh, spiritual, calling it like next next level. Yeah. Get over it. Make a movie like, everyone can understand, and and fuck David Lynch. It, it's like it's like maybe it's like do some weird have some weird design or like weird shit weird characters and then just have like a dream sequence and that's you know that's david lynch well dream see, sequence. I, I think the perfect film that that straddles the line of art and commerce is the hand because <laughs> <laughs> it's something i completely oh, get this again and i also interpreted it in many different ways <laughs> I spent most of the evening interpreting it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, each crank, you know. Mm-hmm. What's um, what's crank? New idea. crank? Crank is actually a sequel to The Hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be funny. It's in the beginning, he gets this, you know, knob cranked, and then they mm-hmm. kidnap his wife, and then he's got a, or and then, or I'm sorry, they you know, give him the voltage or whatever for his heart. Mm-hmm. And then he's got to get cranked again by his wife. And that's what he's trying to survive with. Yeah. They like install like, you know, those flashlights that you can like crank to turn on. They just do that, but it's with his, his hog and they can, they can start him up. They have to start him up like an old model yeah. T. <laughs> like, you know, he just slowly goes like, you know, as they're cranking. Gets well, they got to crank and then pull a little string out of his ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got a lawnmower. They got a primer him. They push his squeeze little nipples. Make sure that wait. They uh um if you get your uh prostate removed, they'll put a uh, an air pump in your nutsack and it'll and it can it can jack up your hog. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> like, like, like that's like, that's that's how you get an Italian job. Yeah, like who's in bought, control like, of that? Uh, I mean, you'd think that. Yeah, Who, there's a in the doctor's office there's just someone sitting in a control room with cameras just trying to yeah. pump a bunch of balloons up yeah it's like that archaeo <laughs> yeah it's like whack-a-mole he's trying to hit all these different nutsacks <laughs> and pop the, <laughs> pop the dicks up but yeah they're like they're like uh reebok uh pumps you know just you just start squeezing on your balls you think a nurse ever is giving someone a physical and she's like, oh, something's a little weird. And she starts pumping, mm-hmm. pumping the sack. I'd want like a dog squeaky toy in there. 
He was like, hurry, <laughs> hurry. <laughs> that can cause a lot of problems. So a good go along mine. with all that peanut butter you buy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my con, my con, <laughs> Kong dong. A good friend of mine just had to get a ball removed. That sucks. Yeah, he had like a lump, and I guess if they're gonna do a biopsy on your testicle, they just take it out, and it's just out forever. What's the point of doing a biopsy on the testicle if they have to take it out anyways? Um, to just I guess see if it's cancerous to then see if it's spread. Yeah. But or they just look at it and they're like, oh, good testicle, <laughs> and they toss it <laughs> with the pile behind it. It's like our friend Sam sending in his Chicago water to the city, expecting a result like getting a okay your water is good or your water is bad instead they just were taking data (laughs) yeah i forgot about that you like bought the testing kit and everything i don't like you guys ever see planet terror that's the um rubber rodriguez of the grindhouse i have not there's like a guy who one of the doctors or whatever he he's he like collects ball ball sacks in a jar so like Wait, just the sack or the ball still in no it? just like the ball not the sack so just like and is it one jar or multiple jars it's one jar how big how oh, big is the jar? it's a pretty it's like a pretty big like jar oh I'd it looks like pickled like, eggs yes exactly <clears throat> it's all green and shit pickled balls pickleball mm-hmm. fun game play at a family reunion what does he do with the sacks he just they're like souvenirs he's wearing a big hat of them <laughs> so yeah <laughs> sell it at sacks sacks fifth avenue he puts, it on, he puts it on his sack, so he just got a bunch of balls on it. Oh, it's like the Guinness Book of World Records for a guy that puts on the most t-shirts, so he's got the most ball sacks. It's huge. Can't walk. Looks like one of those like really fancy chandeliers. You know? Dude, okay. So I was scrolling through uh, internet pornography the other night, and one of the videos was it was like woman, like masturbates or something, uh, looking at ceiling boobs, <laughs> and, and like I watched it, and it's like you know how most lights look like boobs. Yeah, <laughs> it had that, and she's like looking at it, and then they start like they like crudely use some like bullshit special effects program to make them like jiggle. <laughs> she's like staring at these like lights as they're shifting around like boobs. Where was the camera out. angle? Uh, it would go from like above her and then to like a POV of the lights of the light boobs, but they weren't, they were never, they never turned into real boobs. They were just, <laughs> They're just lights. <laughs> They're yeah. just like flappy lights. Mm-hmm. It's good. That's, that's a weird, how that's a weird video. Yeah, I don't know how that popped up on my like for you page or whatever. I'm like, I'm like, this is what I'm starting with. Jeez. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's going to be a great night. <laughs> what's page, what's page 10 going to be like? Oh. All right. All right. We we di- diverge too much. Okay. Um with Dune, it opens on God knows where. It's, like, it's a classic hero story where a young a young prince is trained uh, well uh, we're believed to we're led to believe he's like the chosen one. He's got like these amazing mentors he his dad's a good leader uh of the one planet he they have enemies at a different planet who are a bunch of fucking redhead creeps and then there's the emperor that rules both planets uh and the whole galaxy and then there's a fourth planet where there's a special spice that 
mm -hmm. or drug that like generates interdimensional travel and higher thinking, but they don't really explain it very well. Yeah. And the whole movie is about the emperor faking out the good leader into trying to take over the spice planet so that they can set up the fat redheaded creep leader into killing, killing the good leader uh, and his entire clan. The good leader's entire or, or son, who was, who is the chosen one, the Messiah. He's born out of wedlock. He's the, he knows magic and is a can fight. I guess uh, he wasn't supposed to be a boy. He, they were only supposed to have daughters. Yeah, there's a. Mm-hmm. And and of all these weirdo names, and it's eleven, ten thousand a year, ten thousand one thirty nine or something. There's Leto, there's Fat Boy, there's uh, Outrageous Saints. This fucking loser's name, this chosen one, this Jesus, his name is fucking Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Paul. And then he later gets a secret name, uh, and they call him Asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he likes, he likes, he, yeah, he gets like a tribe name from the, after, after the bad fat Baron and Emperor try and kill him, he, go, he ends up in the, uh, stuck on the Spice Planet where he gains all these superpowers, falls in love with the, the Aborigines, uh, gets a bunch of different nicknames, very confusing, and then has all these great powers. Yeah. yeah. And That's doom, baby. His eyes turn blue. I just saw a trailer for the new one, and I uh, am excited for it. It looks very cool. It, it looks dope. I'm kind of pumped for it, too. Oh, I can't wait. I want that spice. Give me that spice. Yeah, I need think, it. So this is Spice Planet. Uh, do you think it has anything to do with the Spice World from the Maybe. Spice Girls? We should watch Maybe. that. Maybe. Um, Spice World was on. Was always a preview on like Three Ninjas or one of those movies. So I'd be down. I've watched the trailer probably a hundred times. Yeah, I for sure saw it uh, a long time ago when I was a little kid. Man. You know they cut out uh, Gary Glitter, who was like a big pedophile in England. He uh, was supposed to be in that movie, and they cut him out. Good because they, they found out. They, found out they still kept this song in there. Yeah, they still kept this song in there for some reason, though. This was like the biggest pedophile in the world. Biggest pedophile in the world? Yeah, I mean he's got Gary Glitter. Sounds like a pedophile's name. I I mean, how did they not yeah. fucking guess it? He was like a uh, a huge children's. Uh, hero like uh, entertainer and was just diddling kid like he'd go on visits to hospitals to make a wish foundation it's like if John Cena went to make a wish and was diddling kids mm -hmm. that's insane Wait, and he, you can't he, even see him either so that's the worst part was he diddling the sick kids does it make it that much worse uh, I was going to say it almost make they're like on the way out they got like one foot out the door so they don't have to like live with the trauma for that much longer. <laughs> I guess. I guess that was a brave move by Hon Gary Glitter, world's Honestly, biggest pedophile. If it's between child cancer and like a little bit of diddling, like I, um, which one's worse? <laughs> which one's harder to deal with? Probably the cancer. Yeah. Yeah, but, I guess though they were strong kids. So. Unless yeah, unless that was their wish. We don't yeah. Know. <laughs> See, <laughs> I want Gary Glitter to come. Uh... What a smart man. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but, Good luck finding pro Gary Glitter uh, message war, Derek. Yeah. Go on. What is it? The uh, Mambla? No, Nambla, the National Association Manboy Love Association. Yeah. 
<laughs> Eric, you should get a t-shirt that says free glitter and then on the back it'll it'll be like it was their wish. Yeah, they think it's just like a guy a guy who loves arts and crafts. I'm handing out free glitter, but it turns out I'm a pro pedophilia. <laughs> yeah. They stick, they stick their hand out, think it's full of glitter, and then it's a picture of Gary Glitter and a cancer kid. Yeah. Gary Glitter sounds like uh, Joanne Fabric's mortal enemy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like in the comic book. <laughs> all the furniture just gets all glittery. Yeah. You should reach out to Joanne Fabrics to see if you could write write a hero story, a little comic book about her. She, she takes down pedo, known pedophile ring and arts and crafts and ornament maker Gary Glitter. Yeah. Starring Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. Did he do as, as Gary as who? Glitter? Gary Glitter. <laughs> All we got to do is pull together a million dollars and we got him. Yeah. If we pull together another million bucks, we can get Bruce Willis to play Joanne. Is he a million? Yeah, is, he, is he a million dollar man? Yeah, but he only stays on set for one day. Okay. Damn, for a million bucks, it can't be that hard, right? I don't know. No, it can't be. Uh, there was a thing. So they kept saying it's like there's these different factions. There's like these witches. Uh. And they're they give birth to more women. They're not supposed to birth men. That's how. But Paul gets there. They like they like can control it in their in their brain and in their loins to only produce women. Yeah, it's an all women, uh, like tele telepathic faction, and they're trying to bring forth the next perfect genetic being that is the chosen one. And they're hoping it's a woman so she can then join their their all lady faction. Yeah. Continue, Eric. Yes. <clears throat> so, but instead, uh, the Duke really wants a son. So one of the concubines decides to give him one. So they give him a little, a little twink, a little half lady, half Kyle McGoffin. <laughs> and, uh, and so he has to put his hand in a box. It's like a test, which that's in the trailer for the new Dune as well. And they said a line that I like that said, no man has ever been tested with the box. And I was like, and what a test it is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and then there are many ways to crack this box. (laughs) She's holding it. The witch lady's like holding it. And she's like, and I think it's like, there's a hole in the box, like the popcorn trick. And he's just, she's just having him like, uh, (laughs) just just flicking it. it. Mm. Yeah. And he's like, ah! And she's like, whoa! It's like just her box clamping on his hand. That's why it hurts. Yeah, dude. She's no like impressed. She's like, no man has ever made it that far. No one yeah. has. Gives him a little wink, kisses him on the cheek, <laughs> lights up a cigarette. Strokes, yeah. his, strokes his hair. <laughs> now, um, he mentioned earlier the planet of uh, redheads, the Baron. Um, they're like evil and the baron is like this fat guy and his face is all has like boils and stuff all over them which i don't know do we know why he has those uh no but but as the as the movie goes on it starts to go away um because like the first time you see him it's fucking disgusting and then like later in the film you can tell that it's gone away from his cheek and shit 
Well, after watching it, I've got this like really bad pimple and I've been like, it's one of those I was like under the skin and I'm just like trying to go at it. So now it's like way worse than it would have been if I just left it alone. But I feel like that ugly, yeah. <laughs> gross boil ridden baron. You should, if, if you started looking at some like blonde boys and start getting hard, that's yeah. when you know you're, you're becoming a hard Conan. <laughs> They're Ooh. hard Conan. That's what that guy kind of looks like. Yeah. A hard that's, that's what that lawsuit against uh, Conan O'Brien's show said. It's a, it's a hard Conan. But he, uh, he can float, too. Which, He's so fat that he has to float. Yeah. Yeah, it made me – the way he would float around made me laugh. He was, like, dancing around, yeah. So clearly on some bungees. There's clearly a scene where he either eats the heart or eats the penis or fucks some little redheaded slave boy. They're terrified of him. They cut away. But what was that? He like pulls the thing from out of his heart. Yeah. And then just starts like caressing his face. So weird. Right. And then like later on, he <clears throat> he gets his like perfect warrior from his little twink machine. That pops That's his nephew. Head. That's his yeah. nephew. He's like, not everybody can have a body like this. There's yeah, some- he's like, he's like Frey, baby Frey. Yeah. Sweet, sweet Frey. Come here, son. One positive, <clears throat> another, like most dystopian future films without uh, water sources, very pro-piss. Yeah. They had suits that collected their sweat and piss, and they could drink it. So. Yeah, and they it, like the suit wouldn't do anything to it. You're you're just drinking piss and sweat. But yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> add this add this to the uh to the piss test film. Yeah, vote yellow, baby. Um, there's like lots of like little animal stuff that I didn't understand. Like the Duke was holding a little pug a lot. Yeah, what was that? That little pug was gross. And then at one point, uh, one of the like Dukes people gets kidnapped by the baron and he has this like he has a cat like a siamese cat and a rat like taped together with a bunch of wires and he's like you're gonna have to milk this cat every day and suck the poison out or something like yeah that. what was that like they never it, even came back to it it's like every single you you have poison if you don't milk this little cat <laughs> little pussy <laughs> yeah get the rat and there's like a like what does that even mean is that what? part of the book <laughs> i i have no idea it, i mean it must be they must go farther in depth all three dude that guy was supposed to be like in this futuristic world they disbanded computers so this because they the computers were taken over so the spice like made those creeps that couldn't talk be able to like think think like computers and travel through space and time or, or just space and then that's what the the mother the creepy mother faction also was drinking so they all wanted that spice to like think like computers yeah what the fuck was that cat rat thing right i have no, no idea. idea and it had a bunch of wires hanging off of it i yeah i have no idea how that could even i i have the book i should read it uh my old roommate puts one of my good buddies. He's a big fan of the book. I think he's read it. I think there's more than one book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
And there's he's, a bunch. Yeah, he's read a couple of them. And then there's all these little like bug, like like they look like big mites, and they shoot out like fire out of their little butts, and they're floating around. A bunch of weird. The worms are the only things I understood. Those are the only things that made sense to me. Yeah. But where did it turn out that they were like they were protecting the spice or they were the spice or some shit like that? I'm sure they break it down in the books, but they did not make it clear at all what the spice yeah. was in the movie, how he could take over the worms, how he yeah. how any of this fucking but what the water of life was. I, I uh, tried to look up what the there when Paul when Paul is like stuck on the planet becoming the the chosen one and learning all the secrets of telepathy and all this bullshit there well number one there was no good montage but i looked up there's a scene where they're like drink this water of life which is some nonsense of the forest or nonsense of the the spice planet and the explanation was not clear but i did find out that like the aborigines people of the sand planet would sometimes drink that water and then they'd have a big orgy oh The, the so they get of life, yeah. They get or or the like the women would drink the water of life, and then they would have a big old fuck orgy. You think he? You think he knew that, and he was just like, oh, maybe if I drink this, I'm sure he, he turned something on. There was a line that was like, "Let's mix our waters together" or something. <laughs> like, yeah, you take the water of my tribe, and I'll take your water, baby. Yeah. Well, those one, weren't. Oh, go ahead, Armor. I was just say the one thing I wish they like. There's a lot that happens in this movie, and I feel like they could easily split it up into two different films. Because I kind of wish they spent more time on him learning all his new tricks and like mm-hmm. getting to know yep. the people. You know that whole process. It kind of just like was sped right through. Yeah, they're like. He, he like dreamt of the woman and then he meets her and he's like, oh, that's her. I love her. Nothing. Oh, you know, yeah. that's how we it, do. <laughs> I think it's, I, that would have been, it's going to be a sweet montage. I think that's a bigger thing in the book where like the, the he's got like a doctor that, betra- that ends up betraying him. And then uh, Patrick Stewart, who is like, um, like a amazing fighter. And then there's another fighter. And then uh, the guy that with the cat and rat, who's supposed to be super smart. I, I, it's more of a book thing, I guess, where like the protagonist like meets a couple different masters and like masters different like war strategy in one with one guy and then goes to the next master and learns how to fight and all this bullshit. But I couldn't think of any like movies with that besides like Avatar, uh, the cartoon Avatar TV show where he goes and masters abilities or like yeah. Passion of the Christ, I guess, where he meets all those wise men and learns a special ability mm-hmm. from all of them right and what does he learn from all three of them you guys one brought uh mints or whatever uh wait our avatar or jesus jesus what is jesus, jesus I, learned how the, to, he learned how to control fire first then then water uh then they t- the movie tanked at the box office so m night Shyamalan lost his career if M. Night Shyamalan produced Passion of the Christ, there'd be some wild twist ending. Yeah. He was gay the whole time. I mean, exactly. You guys know Bruce Willis was gay the whole time. 
M. Night's letting Bruce Willis be oh play, yeah play Jesus yeah. Christ superstar. Uh, it's M. Night finally got to put his name back on a movie with uh, his new one that came out called Old. Uh, because he was making some films that like they they didn't advertise as an M. Night Shyamalan joint, and then he made uh, Glass, Glass, and or Split did well, and then Glass. So now it's like he's he's back. I need to see Glass. Glass was good. Split, and that was pretty dope. Well, you should watch uh, Unbreakable too. I've seen that, but like a long time ago, so I definitely have to rewatch that so I know what the fuck is going uh, on. Those those big old worms, which they look really, they look pretty cool in this. I'm very excited to see them in the new one. But they reminded me of the worms from Tremors. You ever see Tremors with Kevin Bacon? Seen a couple previews. Yeah, the last time I was watching Tremors, it was when I was uh, that woman that I was dating, like casually, but who I gave COVID to on accident. And then <laughs> when we broke you up, broke, you broke her heart. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the last times we saw each other, uh, we were staying in a, she was staying in a hotel cause she like got in a fight with her roommates or something. So I went over there and we were hooking up. And at one point we s- switched positions and she was facing the TV and tremors was on and at one point, she just totally like breaks breaks character or whatever, and goes, "I gotta turn back around. I can't watch this movie with these <laughs> giant worms trying to eat Kevin Bacon. It's really taking me out of the room." Yeah, she's like, "Eric's Eric's penis is gonna eat me." Yeah, as I'm like watching it, like, I was barely focusing on the on the sex being had. <laughs> she put on teeth. She's like, "Let's keep the same position, but let's watch something I can get into." Yeah, that's how I'm gonna know. So she I'm... put on American History X. Oh yeah, <laughs> the the curb stomping scene. Yeah, really. I'm more thinking of the shower rape scene, but oh yeah. okay. I uh, you want to fast forward all the way till once I can start listening to my once me and my respective uh girlfriend or wife can listen to our favorite podcast during sex. That's how you'll know it's real. <laughs> the other night I came home and I was like kind of drunk. And feeling lonely and i just put on an old episode of this podcast and just laid in my bed and it was like the saddest thing i've ever done it's <laughs> like laughing just like chuckling <laughs> like, oh wow it's like, hanging out, That's like right. hanging out with my friends <laughs> sounds like a bummer my man i'm sorry yeah yeah no it's fine i had went on a date and then came back and the date was good nice but uh there's a lot of people that look like other people in this movie. Like I thought Elton John was like three characters. Uh, there's a John Voight looking motherfucker in there. I thought Willem, <laughs> Defoe, I thought Willem Dafoe was a character. Yeah, me too. I thought he was the the Duke. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, the, then, and weirdly, Patrick Stewart was actually in the movie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> before before we even saw Patrick Stewart, I I there we saw the bald old lady, the the old lady telepath faction was bald and then also the time traveling creeps that like swept up after that big old alien monster were also bald that i wrote down is is this a patrick stewart movie charles xavier charles xavier and then patrick stewart popped out of nowhere and i flipped my table upside down <laughs> i couldn't believe it he popped i wrote down patrick stewart three times and then patrick stewart came out of nowhere whoa yeah you said it in the mirror 
<laughs> he just pops up. <laughs> Some bald ass. He's, he's wearing your dress back there. He's wearing. He's he's Rosa Parks. <laughs> yeah, dude. But he had hair. He had like the ring of hair. I'd never seen him with that. Yeah, that was like good. Did he it's ever a bad have, look? Did he ever have like a full head of hair? I'm gonna Google that. I bet. Yeah, yeah I bet at some point. <laughs> I don't know. Like, well, well, while he had a career, maybe he lost. He got a career once. Once the hair left. Oh yeah, it's the opposite of most men. Almost kind of men. Looks, I was gonna say he kind of looks like Mel Brooks, but never mind. Not really. <laughs> there was a part. There was one line that I like that. Uh, somebody said, "I will take the boy man." And just out of context, that's my favorite line I think ever spoken in the movie. <laughs> I will. Who said that too? You don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember that's, anything in this movie. That's what oh. I envision. Like my like if I had a girlfriend, like I, me drunk at a party, <laughs> I will take the boy. <laughs> when when Paul was training the uh, his new crew, and he had the like <clears throat> the obelisk, like the hardest thing on the planet. And he, he had the guy who goes, kick it, punch it, <laughs> yell at it. <laughs> I, I wanted to be like, kiss it, <laughs> <laughs> love it, date it, fuck it. And then he goes, he goes, I can kill with a word. And I was like, it's like, oh, it's the N word for sure. <laughs> bad, bad word. The worst word. He's like, this is the obelisk. It's the hardest thing on this planet. Eric peeks out behind the third row. He's like, I got something a little harder you might be able to kiss. Yeah, it, it zooms out and there's like a guy like laying down on his back. He's, he's the obelisk. Kiss it. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, I think it's I think it's getting harder now. Again. Mm, you're almost mm, right there. <laughs> No, stroke the balls. Give me an Italian job. <laughs> My balls in your ass crack. The, uh, That's a Stallone move, the Italian job. Stroke the ball. Stroke the shaft. <laughs> Come to ball. The, uh, Come to balls, Adrian. <laughs> the resolution is he's able to tame the worm. He, he drinks the water of life, which no man has ever been able to do. And then he can like go through time and then he can talk he can ride the worms <laughs> and yeah they like show up and they're like oh hey man what's up yeah and then then they take on the the bat and they win the battle i guess and he like there's like a final like one-on-one duel yeah between sting. two top twinks does that sting yeah yeah nice sting is shredded Sting has tantric sex for four to six hours. It's a, it's a, a sting operation, is what I call it. <laughs> What's you, tantric mean? It means they like hold in their uh, respective orgasms. So, so every woman I've ever been with is just having tantric sex. <laughs> <laughs> just holding it in. I've never told you that, but I can't even. I can't even wrap my hand my my hand around tantric. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. Man, yeah. He was saying that uh yeah, Sting he he can do it. 
he's good. Yeah, he actually impressed me. He makes some he makes some crazy weird crazy eyes. I like to think that Sting like stayed off the internet for like a year and then he got on Twitter and everybody's like he's like abolish the police and he goes we haven't been a band in like <laughs> in a long time 40 years. We we disbanded in the 80s. What are you talking? Why is everyone mad at us? If there's any time for Sting to come forward as a stand-up comedian be brave enough to come out as a stand-up now would be the time hey i'm just a lot of police jokes a lot of dune jokes i'm just here to defund the police (laughs) if they ever come back we should just stand outside their concerts with that Mm -hmm. they're never coming back i wish i wish they're uh they're all uh, private eyes now. They're the that's that's what they should go as is the the dicks, the private dicks. Yeah. <laughs> don't they call detectives a, a dick sometimes or a private private detective? I don't know. I I watched some old like uh, '50s movie and he goes, "Yeah, I'm a dick." And he's like, oh. "Yeah, Dick Tracy, Detective Tracy." Okay, there we go. The name. I don't think that's correct. The name's Dick Steele, and I'm a cock. <laughs> I'm gay. Now, uh, yeah, he a one-on-one showdown with Sting, and then uh, he wins. He goes, "I will be, I will bend in the wind like a reed." And he falls down. He stabs him, and his yeah. chest pops out. Yeah, we. Yeah, he. Now yeah. I guess he can. What is it? He can move shit with his mouth or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, baby, if you can't move shit with your mouth, what you doing here? <laughs> he he was training all those uh, freemen, the aborigines, the dunes, the dune home homesteaders, how to fight with their voices, with a weapon attached to their voices, and then he learns how to do without it. We do learn though that uh, one of the uh, fighting words that they can yell with the uh, voice gun is their captain's name yeah. which is quite the liability out there on the battlefield oh yeah, yeah. you're just trying to get his attention and right. <laughs> yeah. blow up your your uh your partner change, uh, change your name my man moadib mm-hmm. moadib yeah. <laughs> that was that that was that disney movie right with uh the rock singing moadib yeah with the hawaiians when yeah. they're on the on the island or whatever. Yeah, they had to have they had to have his first name be Paul because it'd be too hard to read like one of the other names over and over again. Yeah. Paul. And then your secret name is Asshole. <laughs> My favorite part, I think, was the credits, if I'm being honest, with uh where they had the people like like look at like a college football roster where they like look up. Yeah. Say like Paul Moadib. The Ohio State University, <laughs> the Spite University. Kyle, University, Kyle McLaughlin. As much as I love movies that do credits by like appearance, I love even more credits by alphabetical order. Where you're seeing like the first character we saw, we saw like one time. I'm like, who is this guy? Well, he gets number one. He gets number one billing. Hell he yeah. got paid the most. Is it a uh, alphabetical in the sense? Is it by their the actor's name or by the character's name? I think it was by 
that I don't remember. The character's last name. Mm, okay, that's fair. Yeah, by appearance is good. You know. Well, how would you rank it by appearance? Who? who What's your I hottest? Think? Yeah, who's your hottest? Oh, by appearance. Lowest? Yeah, um, not in this movie though. Oh, just in in life. Yeah. Brad Pitt's number one. Yeah. Tom Cruise is also number one. <laughs> mostly number it's just a bunch of dudes all at one time bunch of white guys got it all the all the hottest men in the world michael michael jordan yeah yeah i'm just naming i'm just looking at the calendar i have out of out of you there's this picture who's who's mr february uh february that'd be steve harvey yeah yeah <laughs> there's a picture so i'm at the beach right now or it's like <clears throat> at a condo and there's like brad pitt did a gq spread and there's one where he's laying by the pool in like a jeans and like a cardigan and a hat i was like that's my type of pool <laughs> situation just cover me up i want to be in the sun he rocks get him in this movie and I'm excited to see what Timothy Timothy Chalamet does in the role. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping I'm sure he'll do good. I feel like he's been pretty good. He's okay. He's a little weirdo. He's hot right now. We'll see if he lasts. Yeah. Who else? In the they list? never do. Zendaya. Zendaya. Yeah, she's doing well. Jason this movie's Mavero. packed with stars. Batista, uh, Thanos. Selling Skarsgård. What's his face? Um, Jason Momoa. The guy from Oscar, Inside Lewin Davis. Oscar Isaac. Stellar. That's yeah, him. Yeah, the movie's, this movie's going to be sweet. I wish they would just release them both at the same time. Both what? Uh, this new one split into two different movies. Oh, is I didn't right? know that. Yeah. yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is, it should have been two different movies. Did they already film the second one? I hope so. Um, they're probably filming it now, I'm guessing. Yeah, union rules. You can't work those worms for too many hours per day. Exactly, yeah. The worm wrangler on set is a real piece of work, let me tell you. They have to uh, They have to have she's, a teacher on set. She's the, best, she's the best at what she does, but man, does she know the rules. Yeah. <laughs> Can't get an extra inch out of these worms. <laughs> you think they got a hog wrangler on the hand? <laughs> you been working I hope so. All right, we've done 30 takes. You've been cranking this hog too much. You think they tried to get Willem Dafoe's hog in, in hand, like on the close-ups? They oh. tried, but they couldn't release it in China if they did, so they, they edited it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it, it did. It, it would just have to be... Um, praising like like waving to the emperor like iron man did in a deleted scene yeah so. do they still have an emperor over there i'm very behind on the times and when was iron man waving at an emperor i honestly have no idea no it's only in the chinese version they like added in extra scenes of him like uh being like yeah it's cool if you uh you know try to do uh racial cleansing or whatever don't worry try- about it yeah you know what the uh, the, oh. the Uyghur people should be uh, locked yeah, away. I, yeah. I did see that video of Iron Man doing the Gangnam style dance. Mm-hmm. 
And they're like, wait, that's another country. He goes, this is all I got. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm Tony Stark, baby. All right. We got any connections? My th- my thing was the trimmer's worm, I think. There's something yeah. there. I think it evolves. Yeah, that or like, um, or the, what's it called? The Beetlejuice worm. Oh, yeah. Or the worm from SpongeBob. There's got to be space worms, too. Yeah. In movies, no? Maybe not. I'm sure. I was thinking the, the, the worms. What worms? I said there's worms in the, uh, there's like the earthworms in the Hobbit trilogy. They like dig holes. I got worms. That's what, that's what we're going to call it. Yeah. Uh, the, the, um, Kyle McLaughlin's main lady concubine was uh, the main robot in uh, Blade Runner. Ooh. Oh, okay. So there's so that's just an android living on. Yeah. So Dune World is Earth, and if Earth is Dune World, what's the spice, and where is it, and how much can I buy it? Mm-hmm. And the spice is kratom. What? I've been ahead of the curve. I'll take some Kratom. (laughs) Why do you think I can travel through time without moving? (laughs) Because I can't. One second at a time. Because I can't move. (laughs) Yeah. If I take enough Kratom, I'm able to travel through time at exactly the rate of time that it is going. But But the thing is, I don't have to move. Exactly. I'm able to exist at the same same rate of time as everybody else. And then you got those little bald creeps sweeping up after you. Yep. Just trying to get to my my kratom. And I was like, they sell it at every bodega. <laughs> it's it's dirt. It does nothing. But the worms make it. Mm-hmm. I hope to one day get myself my own kratom worm. But yeah. That would be nice. This Must one was, be nice. This one was a weird one. Yeah. I would say it's really it confusing. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe. Dave, all these actors and actresses have been in other David Lynch artistic joint dicks. Oh, that reminds me. Let's close out on uh, my favorite David Lynch um, scene. <laughs> <laughs> Click clacking away over there. What's his name? Uh, Dennis Hopper. Here we go. Wait, no. Also, do the Showgirls one. Wait, what's the Showgirls one? That's not. He, that's not David Lynch. David Lynch had something to do with Showgirls. He did. Uh, the guy who did Starship Troopers did. Um, Showgirls. Did Showgirls? Yeah. Oh, Kyle McLaughlin was just in Showgirls. That's it. Oh yeah, he's the famous famous scene. All right, let me get this going. Wait, I got to change my system preferences. What the hell? What the hell? I just need to hear it. No, we'll get there. Oh, no. Maybe I can just share the sound. Oh, here we go. Now we're talking. I can't hear it, though. (laughs) You can't? I can't hear it, no. I don't know if there's something I got to do or 
How about now? Yeah, okay. no. No. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. God. It says I'm sharing sound. Let me stop it. Leahy, could you hear it or no? I don't know. Fuck. Uh, here we go. <laughs> This scene in Dune. Can't breathe the air. Mm -hmm. What's he sucking in? Like, what's he breathing? Close. <laughs> this is just Dennis Hopper getting ready to do the scene, and they just happened to have the film. Yeah. They were like, roll the camera. <laughs> Yeah, David Lynch comes back from the bathroom and he goes, hey, what the hell just happened? <laughs> like, I, think, I think we got it. All right. Everybody's just cranking it on set. <laughs> All right. That's it. Go watch Dune. Yeah. See you later. Peace. <laughs>